welcome to the Haunted Ride. Hello everyone and welcome to the Haunted Ride. I'm your host Melissa and thank you for joining me today. So I hope you have your tea and your snacks. Uh, and also I hope that you're feeling well because I know we had like another super something of the other moon and Mercury retrograde is upon us again and all this stuff, which I don't, I don't really know anything about like astrology. I'm completely and utterly interested in it, but I have no idea about any of it. But I remember the last Mercury retrograde lasted a very long time and was a bitch. So I'm hoping that this one is nicer for you guys and for myself as well. However, the reason why I bring that up is I managed to get myself sick yesterday in the dumbest way possible. <laughs> I, uh, here in Florida, the, the temperature has been ranging about a 30 to 36 degree difference between night and day. So knowing this, I've just been leaving the air on. So that way it gets a little cold in the house, but it's okay because you have blankets and stuff like that and, and everything's fine, right? And that was working fine. Except on Saturday, the degree difference was 40 degrees, not 30 degrees. So when I woke up, I woke up in the middle of the night because it was freezing and I was just like, eh, I'll deal with it later. And just thought like, oh, you know, it's just me. You know, the last couple of weeks have been kind of rough. So maybe this is just like a physical reaction to that. And I'm honestly too tired to get up and go change the thermostat because I'm sure it's fine. It's been fine all week, right? Um, I woke up again in the morning and I was so cold. And this is how I, gave my, I got myself sick. Like, that's it. No big thing. No, like, from anyone else. I mean, unless it was just, like, festering and then I let it out because I just left the air on and made my house incredibly cold. But, um, yeah. So, I've been drinking tea and lemon water since yesterday. And I'm hoping that my voice sounds kind of okay. Um, but if not, I'm sorry. It's just because I'm sick. So this is going to be the last part of the interview, the three-part interview, which I never really thought I would do, but I still sort of stand by that decision just because I don't ever want to make things like too long or too tedious for you guys. And I'm sure some people are saying, okay, well, you made a three, like a, an episode or an interview that's three parts, like that's long enough. Yes and no, because I found out that it actually helped someone. The spirit animals... Uh, kind of conversation that we had in part two actually helped somebody and they went on to listen to Spellcast with Courtney and Andreal and learned a lot of information and it, it helped them. And I mean, that's why I do all this, right? Like, this is why I work so hard on this podcast is to help other people. And that makes me happy. It makes me happy to find out that somehow this, this little thing that I did, that we did really, Courtney Angela and myself did help someone and and their dedication to helping people on their podcast too really helped guide this person through that. And I, I just think that's wonderful and beautiful. So, you know, like I said before, if you guys are tired of it or whatever, I get it. And you know, then just wait till the next episode. The next one will be experiences. And I know that was like the most popular popular episode I've ever had. Like, it was the fastest growing episode I've ever had. You guys seem to absolutely love it, which made me really happy, and that's important to me. 
But I do also sort of maybe think that it's important, especially hearing, getting feedback that an episode helps someone. I think maybe it's also important to like hear different things, right? Like just have, let this podcast be a complete like spectrum and a complete flurry of things that have been going on and in my life and other people's lives. And I also really enjoy interviews because I just do this by myself. And you guys apparently don't get tired of hearing my voice. So thank you. Just just stay stick with that. Don't get tired. Just, you know, let it be. But sometimes I think, you know, the banter and the conversation and the chemistry is really nice when you have a shared guest on the show. So I had a great time and I hope that you guys are still having a great time. This will be the last episode, like I said earlier. And this is actually the heart of why we started the interview to begin with was to talk about experiences. Courtney shares some amazing experiences with shadow people. We end up talking about various things. It, it was it was just a great time. And she talks a, a little bit about a production doll. And I will have the link of if you're interested in, in those type of things or in the shop that she mentions, I will post it in the show notes, which I still see people going to. So thank you. I love it. But that's all I've got for you guys right now. I hope that you enjoy the interview. Uh, as we always do, we'll do a promo, we'll listen to the ad, and then you will get into the interview portion. And then um, I will have a little tidbit of happiness for you guys at the end. Just like, you know, like a little bit of dessert. <laughs> All right, guys. See you then. Hello, I'm Courtney. And I'm Andreel. And we're the hosts of Spellcast a podcast that seeks to bridge the gap between the mundane and the occult. Join us every Friday night for a new episode. We cover everything from candle magic to Kabbalah. You can follow us at Witchy Page on Instagram and Facebook, and also email us at witchypage at gmail.com. We hope you enjoy the show. If you really like the show, you can donate on Anchor.fm and soon Patreon. All of our supporters get special perks and extra content. So join our coven. And remember... There's a little witch in all of us. And the spirits live in the mirror. But yeah, Courtney, you had a... You told me about a couple experiences, and I was like, holy shit. And if you could talk about who Artemis is, that would be awesome. If you're comfortable oh. with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Artemis is my protection doll. Um, that my friend uh, that owns Victoria Occulta Shop um, is a... You know, an occult store in Greece, but she's on Instagram as well and Etsy, so you can always find her there. Um, she makes these protection dolls that are mandrake dolls, so um, you know, there's there's mandrake inside of her, and mm -hmm. uh, she also looks like a mandrake root. And um, she was uh, in my friend's shop, and I saw her, and you know, I mean, my friend has made a couple others. She has one that she made for herself called Lilith, and then she made Dionysus. Mm -hmm. um, now, they are named after deities, but she described it as when she makes them that this is the name the spirit wants to be called. So mm -hmm. it's not necessarily the deity, but whatever spirit she is um, putting into the doll, that's the name that those, they're choosing. So somebody had bought Dionysus, and, you know, I was, I was like, oh, wow, like, these dolls are really interesting. Like, it's a really cool concept. Um, and when I saw Artemis, I just was like, wow, like, I just, I don't know, I have this connection to her, and, like, I want her. And it was around Christmas time, so I was lucky enough that Andrea's mom was like, oh, what do you want for Christmas? And I was like, I want her. <laughs> so 
I saw her and I was like, okay, good. Like, you know, I told my friend, I was like, I want her. And she's like, I'm so happy. She's going to be in such a great home. And the second I got her, like, taking her out of the box, she just was vibrating with energy. And you could feel it. Like, there is, there's a spirit that lives in her. And the the person in me, you know, um, that has that connection with animals are like, oh, I don't want to trap anything. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want her to feel like she can't move about or do what she wants. And, you know, but... Um, how it was explained to me is that she is not, it's not like being trapped in there. It's just um, her spirit has been put in the doll, much like um, our spirits and our essence are put into our bodies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I tried to take her places and travel with her because while she can't move like a physical human, um, there is a spirit in there and there's nothing saying that she can't travel on her own. Um, and so she is there for my protection. And um, you know, I, I talk to her, I, I light incense for her as a little gift, and, and I try to do what I can to make her happy and feel loved, and that's really the important thing, is just kind of, you know, having a connection with her, and so, uh, I actually, going into one of my experiences, um, now, because she does protect me, um, and, and I see shadow people, and I see apparitions, and spirits, and whatever they are, um, as soon as I got her, the amount of them that I saw when she, when I was in my room, because that's where she lives, went down. Like, the first night I had her home, I saw this cloak figure um, appear near one of my uh, pieces of furniture, where kind of near where she was. And I got scared because I was like, oh, like, I don't want you to hurt her, and, like, I don't know why you're here. And I kind of just called out to her, and the spirit disappeared. So... Um, my friend that had made the doll was saying, she's like, oh, well, it's probably because, you know, Artemis puts out a kind of energy, and the whatever that thing was is curious as to what energy she was putting out. And so, you know, it kind of showed up to wonder what was going on, and then it left. Um, and then for a while, I hadn't seen any shadow people in my room, and I'll see, like, a few things here and there, um, but they don't have that same very negative energies that I would normally feel from them. Um, so when I, the first night actually just this week uh, that I slept in a different room than where she is in my room, um, Andrea and I were asleep and all of a sudden I wake up and I look at the ceiling and there's just like, I don't even know, like so many spirits just congregating up on the ceiling, wow. floating and kind of like moving around and doing crazy stuff. And there was one larger spirit um, that was in black and had a larger face than the others and almost like a humanish face that it could smile and look at me. But in more of that, like, creepy kind of smile, that mm-hmm. was, like, a nice one. Um, and he was getting closer to me, so he started to freak me out. And I screamed, and I woke Andre up, and he's like, what? And, like, by now he's used to me waking him up and hanging out the night for all the weird shit that I say. Um, but he was like, what? Like, what is it? And I was like, I just saw him, like, a bunch of spirits, and uh, he, like, turned the light on, and, you know, and then everything was fine, they, like, went away, but that was the first experience I'd had with, like, so many spirits, actually, I've never had, like, just a whole congregation of them appear to me, and, you know, I was thinking that maybe it's because I wasn't with Artemis, so all of a sudden, whatever protection she gives me in being close proximity to her, it wasn't there and so my light or whatever attracting shadow beings to me was brighter than it has been in a while so it's almost like a like a bat signal just going out and being like Mm -hmm. oh like i can see that let me go see what it is and so um 
because of that, you know, I mean, I slept with her the next day, and I was like, oh, like, it's fine now. So that was, like, a, a pretty crazy thing, and I think a really good example of how she works. <laughs> that, see, I had never heard of that until talking with you, and I was like, what? This is such an interesting <laughs> thing. Because I'm used to, like, you know, you're used to when someone says doll, especially with the background of Santeria, like, they do not voodoo dolls, but they will make, like, a little... It's like offerings to the spirit, so that the spirit yeah. can be with the doll to yeah. then do whatever it is that they want it to do, which may not always be good. <laughs> yeah, 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 but they do attach whatever spirit it is. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, wow, like, I had never, I'd never heard of, of it being used that way or, or working that way, and I was like, that is amazing. And I'm so, I'm so interested in, like, that you see shadow people. So have you seen, like, do you typically see shadow men, or do you see them, like, in all different shapes and sizes? Um, so it kind of depends. Um, lately... I've been seeing things that are more akin to apparitions because they'll have, like, physical appearances, like, they'll look like people, mm -hmm. um, but I know that they're not, and, but when I, so the first shadow person that I ever saw, I can't remember what age I was, I don't know if you do this thing, but I feel like every time I remember being a little kid, I'm eight, but I'm definitely not eight every time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but, so that was, like, some, I guess maybe some kind of cycle for me, and that's why my brain goes there, mm -hmm. um, but I was younger, and I remember waking up. And I had a pile of, like, toys in the corner of my room, and I look, and there's this man crawling down my toys, and he stops and stares at me, and I was like, nope, and he just <laughs> ran out of my room, and ever since then, uh, I apparently am a flight person, I've gotten a little bit better with it, but for a while, I would just run whenever I saw these things, because they would appear, I've seen the ones with hats, like the fedora, mm -hmm. um, I've seen the ones with the cloaks, um, one time I saw one that had red eyes, but normally they don't, mm -hmm. which makes me happy, um, <laughs> because those are apparently, like, the worst of them, so, um, I've seen ones that give off, mostly they give off a male energy, um, I haven't really seen ones that are, like, just shadows that don't have distinct features, typically are male, um, I did see an apparition that was a woman, I've seen women before, but they, they tend to have more detail, mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, so just ever since I was little, I would just wake up, like, I mean, sometimes it'll happen a couple times a week, sometimes it happens, like, a couple times a month, it's not really on a schedule, but I'll wake up, and I'll just experience these, these shadow beings, and I don't, I don't know what they want, um, I'm working on, you know, my psychic abilities to be able to determine why they're showing up, um, if they have a purpose, if uh, none of them have ever hurt me, um, which I'm lucky, and, you know, they just kind of are observers. They don't really do much. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, whenever I do see them, um, they do freak me out because the presence that they have seems tangible. Um, I get scared because I think actual people are in my room. Yeah. So that's what tends to freak me out because I'll wake up and the shadow figure will be there, and it seems like I could touch it. So I'm like, oh, crap, like someone broke into my house. And, like, you know, just waking up, like, that's kind of, I guess, the, the logic that my brain is using. And then as soon as I realize what it is, I'm like, oh, okay, it's a shadow person. And at this point, I'm like, all right, well, I didn't have to be afraid because they never touch me. They don't actually do anything to me. Like, you know, it's probably fine. Um, 
And now I've gotten better at not freaking out so much and kind of being stronger and telling them to go away. Uh, I've, I've had shadow people come up to me and then I'll be like, look, just go away. Like, you're not, you're not welcome here. If you need any harm, leave. And they always do. They always leave. Um, so I've never experienced anything that was truly evil or, or demonic in that sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've had, I don't know, I've just seen a lot of them. Um, and I feel like they, they follow me. So whatever it is has mm-hmm. something to do with me. Um, you know, talking to Andre L about them, um, he's one of the first people I could have like an in-depth conversation to really figure out what they were and that I wasn't just dreaming. And I know like you said before too, like talking about your experiences really validates them because I would always feel like I was just, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm dreaming. It's some kind of weird night terror because like I get those too. Mm-hmm. But the more that I would experience it, I was like, no, like they feel like they're there. And like, why would I see them so much? And they're always different it's not like the same uh, usually the same things don't come to see me it's just like they're passing through so um you know for for whatever reason um I guess I give off some kind of light and I want to figure out why that is and how I can communicate with them because maybe they do want something like maybe they need help or maybe they just I don't know like I just want to know what it is but um you know, I, I am getting stronger at, at defending myself and being able to tell things to go away. Um, but I can tell the apparitions are easier for me to make go away than the shadow people. Yeah. So, um, you know, whatever energy that is, I, I just feel naturally stronger. I'll be like, okay, like, I know you can't hurt me and I know I have power, so just leave. Mm-hmm. Whereas sometimes the shadow people feel a little more overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not as easy to do. Uh, I I will say when you said crawling down toys, I I got chills all over my body, goosebumps, and I was like, uh, uh-uh, nope, <laughs> nope, yeah, no, nope, right out of it. I hate thinking about that one. Um, he he was pretty horrifying. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I have the same reaction with shadow people. Um, I don't really. Whenever I have experiences, it's normally outside of this house, because mm-hmm. when I was looking for a house, I made sure that I picked a house that just contained positive energy. And right. when I came, like, I just wanted a peaceful, positive energy. When I came to this house, this house is, um, it's almost, like, charged, like, living in a crystal. So when I when I came in, I immediately got super excited. I was so excited and so inspired and so just, like, it's like this, uh... I don't even really know what to describe it, but I will say that, oddly enough, somehow the house is in the path of, like, both the sun and the moon. So every every time we have a full moon, when we have, like, you know, a super blood moon, lunar, whatever, damn, however, yeah, yeah that. <laughs> I keep trying to say it in the right way, and then it doesn't, it never works, it doesn't sound right to me. So every time, like, it comes over, it bathes the whole house and my entire yard in just light. So, um, oh, wow. I had to get used to that because I have, uh, the curtains that are in my bedroom are yellow. So I went to bed one night and I was just like, why is there green light coming from my curtains? <laughs> like, are the aliens really coming to get me? Like, I don't want to be probed. No. <laughs> so, so I like got up and I was like, is there a flashlight? Like what's going on? I had to realize it was the moon coming down over the whole house, but because my curtains are yellow, 
with the light coming in how, and what was refracting off of, it came in as green. So I had to get yeah. used to that because it took a while. But um, I don't know if perhaps that's why it has like a such a like a charged feeling. But I do. Hey. I, well, I I I think it's that. But I do know what's weird to me is that spirits can't come in the house. Like they can't. Like they can be here for maybe a couple seconds, but that's it. They they can't come into this place like they're like negative stuff is not allowed to come into this place if it does like it's it's also like it makes me stronger because you know my parents come and they can be very negative and it's very strange because when they're in the house they're much better um I know, yeah, yeah, like, I'm not sure, I'm, I, the only thing I can think of is, is the moon, because I can't think of anything else that would cover a whole house, unless I put a shield over the whole house, and I've never had to, I just put a shield on myself before I go to bed, and that's it, so, I don't, that's the only thing I can think of, but I will say, it does, it does make, um, whenever I do something, like, when I'm trying to do a tarot card reading, or when I'm trying to meditate, it does bring me to this, like, it makes things much stronger. And also the city itself, like, I always think, I have this dumb thing I say, which I, is I believe that fairies have put, like, a bubble around the entire city. Because where I live is a very small city in between, like, several other cities. And um, it... All right, do you know where St. Augustine is in Florida? Where? St. Augustine. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know St. Augustine. So I am 30 minutes south of there. And oh, okay. I am um, by, you know, there is the sea, obviously, so the salt and stuff like that, that does make a difference. But it's very strange. When you come into Palm Coast, everything feels different. The weather will be different. It'll either, it, it won't be as humid. It'll say, you know, it should be like 85 degrees. It'll only be 80. Or it should be, you know, 65 degrees. It might be 63. So it's always different weather-wise. It's always different when we have a storm. We normally don't have as much damage as other places. We get a lot of lightning storms, though, which is really weird, and they do cause fires. And that's weird to me because as I've lived in Jacksonville and St. Augustine, that's never been a problem. I don't know why here it is. And even... I mean, maybe it's, like, something like in Arizona where they have, like, those vortexes? Maybe. It's just, like, when you come in, like... When you come into Palm Coast, it's different. And when you leave, it's it's noticeable. Like, and it's, and people, some people will say, like, the people in Palm Coast are weird. Which, I mean, they mostly, for the most part, keep to themselves. But, um, <laughs> which I think is great to me. <laughs> but it's, it's a very, it's a different place. And it's, um, I don't know if perhaps the light, maybe the lightning storms do have something to do with it. These are, like, all the church energy, and then when, like, you, you make all the weather differences, and then it's location, like, I don't really understand it, but it does feel like there's a bubble around the whole city. And then this house yeah. in particular is just so incredibly charged all the time that whenever I am, like, whenever I meditate, I always end up uh, just going to this place with, like, a lot of light and warmth and just, like, wellness that's beautiful and uh i i've meditated plenty of other times and other places and i've never felt that anywhere i mean it could also be that i opened myself back up and so i'm a little bit more uh sensitive to that light and yeah. that's why i have it now but i also i really do feel like it's the house yeah no it seems like it's definitely some kind of 
like energy because I would say a lightning storm is also probably like the result maybe of all that energy that's constantly surging um, and it's just kind of being placed uh, somewhere and uh, yeah I mean see, I always wondered too like again with like me seeing things like how much of it was where I was like I was wondering I was like is my house haunted like mm-hmm. I don't know like I, nothing bad happened there that I know of um, the only thing when I was younger I could always feel like the energy of like the little boy that was there before me Mm-hmm. Um, and he lived in like my what's now my spare room um, but that was like as much as like I knew about anybody like my parents were like I don't know just like a family like a kid lived here like you know it, they were the, we're the second family to ever live in my house so there wasn't really a history there and then the more you know that I would go places and do everything I thought oh maybe I'll be safe if I go to other people's <laughs> houses I won't see things um, but depending on where I am like I see these things just follow me mm-hmm. and I just pick up on whatever is in that area um and you know because we've been like camping like we go to Penzik which is like a big renaissance um historical festival in Pennsylvania and I've seen shadow people there mm-hmm. so you know where whatever it is I'm picking up on something and I guess it has to do with me also in tandem with the place that I am um and at Penzig, actually, whatever it was was so strong that our friend um, actually saw a shadow person in the tent as well when we were all sleeping in the same tent on, like, the last night. Um, and mm-hmm. he was like, Courtney, don't show me your shadow people. Like, don't do this. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I wasn't, I'm not in control of that. Like, I don't know why they're coming around. <laughs> but, um, Keep your shadow people to yourself. <laughs> good like my I'm very um well we talked about this I told you my uh what was it when I did my birth card thing it was the chariot and the tower 
And it yeah. was talking about, like, war and stuff. And I know, like, a lot of my past lives have to do with war. So I was like, okay, well, that that makes sense. Um, yeah. But I'm very, like, my me and my adrenaline were real good. <laughs> my fight and flight were really yeah. good. My go-to thing when I am scared, and I always tell people, I'm like, don't, like, try to play scare me. I will punch you. Like, you don't understand. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but for real, though, don't do it. If you do, I'm going to hit you. And you can't get mad at me because I just warned you that's what I'm going to do. Like when I get mad or I get angry or I get like some sort of very strong emotion like that, like it's like a button's pushed and I'm, it's, it's on. Like that's it. So, so my move is to jump, like is to punch and jump back at the same time. So, so, so if I would have thought that was a person to begin with, I probably would have been making a fool of myself because there would have been, well, there would have been, well, I've, I've done it before. Like we were watching, we were watching the Maze Runner too. Oh, okay. And I knew like, I knew like there were like the little zombie things. And I knew when I heard the creepy fucking carousel music, I knew that's when they were going to come out. But then it was like this loud noise. And that freaked me out with then like the screaming of the damn zombie, which I didn't expect it to make a sound. And right. so my poor laptop, I punched it and jumped back and fell off the bed. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> so my husband was just like, honey, what happened? And I was like, I got scared. <laughs> and he's like, what are you? We, where did you go? Because we have, like, we had our videos on, so he just sees my entire body just disappear. Oh, my God. So, so you know, times when that reflex maybe isn't the best. <laughs> Poor movie. Yeah, but I have to say, I mean, it's good to have a, a fight one because I'm I'm working on, on getting that to be what my natural reaction is, is to, like, actually, like, defend myself, like, mm-hmm. aggressively, and, like, you know, instead of just being, like, so receptive that I, like, run away or whatever, because that's my typical MO, is I'm like, nope, bye, like, I'm not going to wait around to see what you are, I'm out. So, um, you know, it's, I'm trying to build that up, and maybe that is, because Andreal has a more uh, intense, like, forward personality, mm-hmm. and they're probably like, oh, he's not worth it, or, oh, he's just going to make us go away, or like, mm-hmm. whatever, and so they're not really, like, attracted to that, whereas, like, this receptive thing, they're like, oh, okay, like, you're actually gonna look at me and, like, you know? I think you need to get in touch with what I like to call my seven levels of anger. <laughs> so, so and number one, you know, it's just, like, general, like, everyday, like, oh, you know, this person's being a dick, or, like, there's this going on, or whatever, and there's, like, you know, normal. And then when I get to about two and a half is when my adrenaline kicks in. And at three, you don't want to be anywhere near me. Because, like, I'm very, like, I'm very, um, and this actually goes back to something that Andrea was saying about, um, like, uh, the, like, more, like, darker aspects. I get very, um, very zoned in and very, like, if you want to fight, I'm, I will bring it right now. Like, back the fuck off. And I will, I'll forewarn you, I will tell you, like, if you continue down this path, because t- I give people, like, I have a lot of patience, so I give people a lot of chances. So for you to even get me to that point, like, you've been deserving it for, like, the past year. So, so yes, yes. So it's like, I'm giving you a final warning. And if you continue down this path, like, after that, I'm no longer responsible for whatever needs to happen. And yeah. I'm, I, I do, though, have this slight concern because... 
and becomes like not just physical but also spiritual where like i am very it's like i get like clad in like this armor for myself and i become very still and very focused on this like what is happening in the sort of like battlefield that's playing out in front of me and i've only ever gotten to four but i do know that at four i've scared the shit out of some people like i didn't i didn't touch them i didn't hit them i didn't anything it was just the look on my face and the look in my eyes and they were just like okay i'm sorry i'm sorry i i, I, yeah. I will and i'm there's like a, there's um there's definitely a level like that for me too like i'm, I'm pretty patient uh up until certain things happen and usually it's in defense of other people mm-hmm. uh, i give people a lot less chances when they mess with other people that aren't me mm-hmm. uh so you know i can be a little bit um hard ass with that one but there's always like this line where yeah all of a sudden people have told me that like i've scared them just like out of how like passionate or intense i was about something mm-hmm. and like i don't mean to be so i have to work on i guess transition to there because i feel like yeah. it's very patient and nice and then all of a sudden it's just like nope this is not it went too far and now you're just going to be dead to me like, <laughs> Well, see, that sounds like you already have the habit of the seven levels of anger. We just need to get you there when the ghost comes. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, actually. That's what I need to work on. Um, The good thing is, though, is one of the things I've discovered, um, so I saw, I blame my candlestick holders, uh, but I don't really know if it's them or not. Uh, I brought home these, like, it's like almost like mercury glass, but it's like blue, very like electric blue, almost like they glow. Mm. Um, I got them from an antique store, and silly me, uh, didn't punch them before I brought them mm-hmm. to my house, which is literally always what I'm like, oh, gosh, don't ever bring any antiques into your house, it's like, <laughs> I didn't mean, like, they're candlesticks, and I, like, didn't have the time, because I was going to work or something, I was like, I'll do it later, and then, um, they're in my room, by my bookshelf, and so, one night, Andrea was sleeping over, and whatever, everything was fine, and then, I wake up, and I look at my bookshelf, and there's these three people in, like, a bluish glowing light, pretty similar to the candle holders. And there's two women in what looks like almost like Victorian-style dress and a man. And they're just walking back and forth, um, almost like the, the ghost at, like, the Haunted Mansion or something in Disney, mm. where they just kind of walk. And I looked at them, and I was like, okay. Like, I wasn't really afraid. I was just kind of like, what's going on? And the man turns to look at me, and make eye contact, and, like, the look of, like, oh, you can see me, is on his face, and he slowly starts, like, approaching us, and I was like, okay, maybe let's not, um, <laughs> he's walking towards me, and all of a sudden, he leans over, like, the side of the bed that Andrea is on, and, all, and that's when I was like, nope, you're too close, and I was like, you need to get the fuck away right now, I was like, back up, leave, and I got, like, really stern, and all of a sudden, he, like, kind of, Looked back like if someone's like, You're talking to me? And he looked like left and right and was like, Me? And I was like, Yeah, leave, get out. And as soon as I said that, the women had disappeared before he did. And then, like, I once I was like, No, like, you need to get out. He just kind of, like, I turned on the light and he dissipated. And I obviously woke Andre off at the same time. And um, so I learned that apparently the only way to instantly enact some kind of like defensive behavior is when things start going near Andreal. I just get really defensive and I'm like, nope, you're done. Like, <laughs> you're not allowed to be here anymore. We're not playing. Um, it's happened with other shadow people in like uh, our friend's guest room. Some shadow person apparated by his closet, um, which I swear to God, his closet is like a portal. Mm-hmm. I can't sleep in that room without seeing something. 
Oh, geez. Um, yeah. And so the shadow thing appeared and very quickly moved across the room to the edge of the bed and did a very similar leaning towards you sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And because Andre was next to me, that's when I, like, woke up. I was like, nope. And, you know, just kind of screamed and, like, that was it. And we woke up our son's parents, which is unfortunate. And then Andrea had to do the whole, I'm not hurting her. It's just a <laughs> thing. Like, he's like, you're going to get me in trouble. Um, but every time there's been, like, something that goes near him, I need to be a little more strong and be like, no. Because I just get really defensive. And so I can be strong for him or for other people. But for me, it seems I need to work on embracing them a little more. So basically what you're saying is they just need to go over him first and then you'll be fine. Well, it's really funny because I know, I know when I got more aggressive when, because I was always the target of it in the house. And also, I don't know why, like, I don't know what it is about closets that seem to love portals. Like, I don't know why that just seems to be like a grand old place for them to go. I really don't. reason they use it in horror movies, right? Yeah, like, it's like the closet in that third bedroom had that portal and it was it was so weird because there was a time when I was a shoot, which this was possibly the dumbest thing in the world I'd ever done. I, it, it didn't have any effect on me, but it was in reality a really stupid thing. Um, I was extremely, extremely depressed and I, um, I just wanted to hide. Like, I just wanted to, to hide somewhere that no one could find me. And right. so I decided to go in the closet of which had oh. the portal. <laughs> And I, I knew where the, I knew where it was as far as the ground was. So I hid underneath some clothes. I had a, there was like long, there's an area of it where people would hang their long dresses. So I moved that and I hid underneath there and I brought a pillow in with me and a blanket and I was in there for a while and I ended up falling asleep. Probably not the best thing in the world. I didn't see anything, but it was experiences that I just wouldn't recommend to anybody because you don't know like what you know I was yeah yeah I was lucky like I was lucky nothing you know tried to attach itself to me or anything like that but just just don't don't invite it Um, yeah closets and portals have a really great thing but um I do know there is a point of time where I finally said to myself um because I was hearing voices all the time and it was Ghosts that were in the house, but I couldn't find them because I, I, I couldn't see those particular ones right away. And right. it just seemed like they were in the wall. And so to me, that meant that they were in my head and I was going nuts. And and I couldn't uh. really hear them. And they were mumbly. And they would talk every damn night. And they, like, would keep me up because I could hear them. So then I really thought I was going nuts. And, um, oh, yeah. I heard that in one of your episodes. I listened to that one. Yeah, I, I was, I was for sure, I was like, I'm nuts. And um, finally I got to a point where I just like accepted it. I, I can't remember, I think there was like a, I can't recall which experience it was, but there was finally one where I was just like, okay, at this point, like, you just have to accept that this is what this is. And it's in line with a lot of other things you're watching and researching. And so like, you know, it's okay. And then after that, I started getting aggressive. So like when things would come in, I'd be like, I don't think so. You should get your ass away. <laughs> and they would look at me like, are you talking to me? I'm like, yes you i see you you know i see you you know i'm talking to you don't act like you don't hear me go back in the fucking portal that you came out of and leave like yes i can see you leave me alone yeah and then after that like the the amount of spirits um 
now like if i didn't have my shield up or i didn't or i was in a vulnerable state now then they would like really you know kick up and really be around but if i was able to be aggressive and i had my shield up and i could tell them no it really diminished a lot it was a lot of like it was suddenly like they were like okay we can't we can't fuck with her as much as we thought we could anymore right yeah we'll definitely uh i'll definitely have to work on some of the smaller stuff that you have and and you know work on on bringing myself to be i think it's just being braver in those situations because kind of the way that I deal with things now, like, my friend always jokes, she's like, oh, God, if I saw the things that you did, she's like, I'd be afraid all the time, she's like, how do you deal with it? And now it's just almost, like, cathartic humor, where I'm like, I don't, it just is, like, I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. So now I just have to get better at being like, okay, like, I know that they're just there, I know that this shit happens, so let's just learn how to deal with it, and then in the moment, I'll be able to defend myself, because obviously I'm used to them enough. But I'm not scared in waking life. Like, I'm not afraid to go to sleep. I just know that it happens. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just to be more active in, like, that in-between state so I can I can embrace that and um, be stronger in the moment. So I'm excited. Like, I'm actually, like, I'm super excited to, like, be talking to you one day and be like, you know, I told that fucking spirit. <laughs> I told him to go away. <laughs> Yeah, I think, nice. like, I just, I think, um, I I really humanize spirits a lot. I don't mean to, but I guess, I mean, they were alive once, so it sort of makes sense. But I, I try to sort of look at them as, um, like, they're still human. They just maybe might be a little bit more in their personalities now than they were before. And so they can yeah, have... Yeah, like a true essence sort of thing. Yeah, like, they can, you know, they just, they're really showing you who and, like, how they are. And so I, I always feel like if you tell something to leave and it leaves, you know, it's not, it's not really going to be a problem. It's not, like, right. like, an extremely negative, powerful entity, if you tell them to leave, they're going to be like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not going, yeah, anywhere. I'm going anywhere. No, like, try again later. <laughs> Because you're not like, going to get it. The ghost that I saw, like, those three people in my room, mm-hmm. I felt guilty after that I, like, yelled at him and, like, was really mean. So I was like, oh, you're probably not the person I should have directed that at. <laughs> well, you know what's also funny is, like, I have a thing. I love antiques. Like, I love older things and vintage and mm-hmm. lace and antiques, and I think they're beautiful. I refuse to allow them in my home unless I am the one who goes to the place, picks it up, analyzes it, and makes sure that I'm comfortable with the energy it has. I refuse... Yeah. I, I, my mom got me this weird, like, I love Halloween, and she got me this weird, like, huge tabletop mirror, and it has a spider web on it, and it has little spiders hanging down from it and stuff, and it's great, but it's so big, I can't put it anywhere, like, to put it away. Right. So, I was like, I was a little weirded out by it, because I couldn't figure, I couldn't put it away, but I liked it as an overall Halloween decoration, and so I said to her, I said, where did she even get this? And then she says the most horrid word, an antique shop. I said, um, excuse me? (laughs) I was like, you know the rule of no antiques in this household. She's like, no, 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 no. She goes, she goes, it's not an antique. The woman just picked it up. She thought it was nice. And so she had it in the shop for a couple days. I happened to go by and I saw it and I thought of you and I bought it. And I was like, okay. But if the ghost ends up in this house, I just want you to know I'm doing a return to sender and the sender will be you. so good i don't think there was anything attached to it but i'm very you know for the for the experience that you had i'm very like Mm-mm, i don't do antiques you know yeah yep i gotta i gotta make sure that um 
you know, we're always cleansing anything that we bring in. All right, and we're back. Thank you guys for sticking with me through this part. I know the audio wasn't as clear because there was a dog barking in the background. That would be my dog, Emma, which if you listen to part two, is believed to be a familiar of mine. So apparently she just decides to, when I'm talking, to talk as well to the whole outside of the house (laughs) in barking. So, So basically what you guys got to hear was what she does when I'm recording generally, but I couldn't mute it this time. <laughs> like, that's basically what that was. That was, you know, Emma putting in her two cents into the whole subject because she's wonderful. And then I do want to let you guys know that there's going to be a little bit of a change. My hope is to have it by the 25th episode, which gives me about two weeks. So what I want to do is actually sort of change up the music, the intro, and maybe actually have like a music for, you know, after the episode is done, if you guys want to hear it. Um, Because when I first started this podcast and I started thinking about, okay, like, oh, you know, I've got to have some intro music. What am I going to have? I thought it should be sort of spooky, right? Like it should be sort of spooky. It should kind of remind you a little bit of like an alleyway. Like that was kind of my thought. But... I've realized that a lot of people find the podcast both spooky and soothing. And that really excites me. Like, I really like that. Um, It makes me feel really good that you guys feel that way about it. And, And I think that also maybe helps a little to kind of work through the spookiness so that like you're scared, but not like overly scared where like you can't listen. So I was like, you know what? The, the, music, the intro music doesn't really match. It doesn't really match anymore what this has become, right? Like I said, uh, around, god, what was it, episode 10? Which is amazing to me that we're almost at episode 25 now. Um, I, I wanted, I was, and I hoped that you guys would enjoy this journey with me, and all the future changes of the show, and how the show's gonna move, and evolve, and grow. And it is evolving and growing so quickly, which is, insane to me and I really appreciate it and I can't do that without you guys so I just thought you know let's let's just maybe switch up the intro music so you kind of get into this headspace that this is how the episode and the podcast is going to be spooky and soothing and helpful and and about you know self-love and self-care too so I've been looking around for music I think I found one that I really really like but I don't want to pick it and then find something you know that I that's more fitting later so that's why I'm kind of going to give myself I've been I've been looking now for about a week so this one I'm going to give myself the, the next sort of two weeks and then on episode 25 it'll be released so that's just going to be a little you know change uh when it starts off and it doesn't sound creepy with like me and the most distorted male voice I can say in the deepest tones of my voice it's it's still the haunted ride just you know maybe a little nicer and I just found out that we are at 22 ratings slash reviews, which is insane because I'm pretty sure on the last episode when I read the review from A Paranormal Chicks that we were at 17. So we got, that was, and I think I released that what, like on Friday? I recorded, I think I recorded on Friday too. So I'm not really sure what happened, <laughs> but I appreciated so much. And thank you guys for leaving reviews and subscribing to the show and just being a part of this journey with me. I really appreciate it. 
So, to spotlight the reviews, there's one from the Carol Sisters, which says, started listening the other day and love all the spooky stories. Melissa, oh God. <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> started listening the other day and love all the spooky stories Melissa shares here. That's what originally brought me her way. But I stayed for how honest and nice Melissa is. Oh. She shares personal antidotes about herself and isn't afraid to talk about how stressed she might have been one day. It's really nice to hear stuff like that on a podcast while also getting your dose of scares and spooks. That makes me super fucking happy. Like, oh, that makes me so happy. Because, like, I never want it to seem like, you know, like little happy things like that I'm complaining. I never want it to seem that way, ever. Like, it's supposed to be this beautiful, like I said earlier, like, just like a little dessert, like the icing on the top of the cake, or for me, the rainbow sprinkles on top of the ice cream. So to know that the honesty and sort of like this goodness comes out of it, and that people are seeing that and appreciating it and love it, that really makes me so happy, like really, really happy. Then there is another review from Three Spooked Girls Podcast, which if you haven't listened to them, you should go check them out because they're a really good podcast. Uh, they also just got these brand new beautiful stickers that I am in love with and really want. So <laughs> so go go check them out. Then go find out how you can get a sticker and get one and take a picture so that they can see it and I can see it too. Uh-huh. Theirs was, this was uh, Mermaids. So sorry, the title of it is Mermaids. And it says, this was our favorite so far. And yes, sirens are not mermaids. Haha. So I have been getting a lot of feedback on that people actually really, 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 really like the mythology episode. That's actually one of the most popular episodes on the show. So I am really happy about that. And I do plan on doing some more mythology episodes after we go through some of the stories that we have and this freaking research topic that I've been dying to share with you guys. And some of my new experiences, because I now have a log of a whole bunch. I think there's 15 of them now. And so, um, and I just started this log like a week ago. So we've, we've definitely got quite a bit of stuff kind of to go over before we do another mythology episode. But I do plan on doing another one and to do them, you know, in the future as time goes on in the podcast. So I'm just really happy that you guys like them. So then there's another review from Andrea KM, which just said, uh, hey, just listen to, to the three-part Ghost of St. Augustine's Enjoyable. Thank you. Thank you for leaving that review. I actually really liked how that came out. I thought it was like a really cool little thing to go through this one location and share all the different stories. I really liked it a lot. And then, <laughs> I love the title of this. It says, I gravely enjoy this podcast. Thank you. I gravely enjoyed this review. And it's by Jules So Cool. So it says, I love how this show scares you with paranormal stuff that really happened. Movies is one thing, one thing but real life is scarier. Keep it up, y'all. Real life is scarier. Like, it really, really is. But thank you so much for that review. I really appreciate it. So that's all we have for reviews. If you have a story, send it in. You can go to thehauntedride.com, click the send us your story link, and send it there. Or you can email it to thehauntedride at gmail.com. I've been getting quite a lot of stories emailed in, which is, they're fine with me either way. But, um, yeah, so if you've been emailing it in, I, I have been getting the stories. And uh, that's that's actually what should be on next week's episode. There's also a couple of other things I've done. So 
The first thing is I'm trying to actually work on our Instagram profile. I used to kind of sit down and, and my problem with imagery for a podcast is I'm a podcast. You guys listen to me talk. <laughs> there's no picture. There's no, you know what I mean? There's no, there's nothing like that. And if there is an image that goes to it, that's what the blog is for. You know what I mean? There's, there's not really anything else. I mean, yeah, I can show that image on social media and I do, but I show it via the blog link. That's what that's, that's why that's there. Like there's never going to be images for a podcast. Uh, so I never really worked on the Instagram, but people have been following over there for the longest time. And since December of last year, actually, I've had basically about the same amount of followers. And it's almost, uh, sometimes it goes up, but it's almost rarely ever gone down. And people are really reactive on Instagram. They share their opinions, they share their thoughts, they like your stuff, like they, they let you know they're there, which I'm not used to. Like Twitter... Twitter is more about promotion, and you typically hear more from people who also have a podcast. And th that doesn't mean that they don't listen to your podcast and they're not a fan of it, but normally it's more of a promotion type thing. I mean, you still grow and you get to find awesome people and make great connections and great friends, but you don't get the same type of interaction level just from people happening upon the podcast like you do on Instagram. So I've always felt really bad about the fact that like these people are there. And I don't really have anything for them because I don't really know what to do. But I started making, like, Pinterest pins for the podcast for episodes. And um, I realized, like, this gives me the opportunity to just create something. Like, just spend a little bit extra time and kind of quiet time and create and design something that I can share with you guys. So that's what I've been doing. Um, obviously, like, I'm not going to go back and update all the old posts with new pictures because I'd have to delete them and... All this stuff, and that's just ridiculous. But I have been, um, one, creating these Pinterest pins. So if you are a fan of Pinterest and you would like to see all of them in one place, you can go to Pinterest.com slash The Haunted Ride. The link is actually on the website as well as in the Instagram profile. And they're all there. There's also a bunch of, like, self-care things, some spirituality stuff including meditation and yoga and different quotes, just to kind of live like a happier, healthier life for yourself. And then on Instagram, I've updated the URL to go to this program called Linktree, which allows you basically the option to put all of your links in this, this place. So when somebody clicks it, instead of just getting one link, they get everything. So you've got Facebook, YouTube, the Pinterest, the the blog, the a direct link to the email, um, just just Patreon, ev everything. You've got everything there under a sun. So, in accordance with that, um, I keep talking about how I want to build like a community around this podcast, and I feel like we have one. We definitely definitely have one. There's people who are subscribed to this podcast who love it, who tell me you know, at least once or twice a month. People are leaving reviews. Like, this is this is amazing. This is great. I appreciate it so much. So I've been trying to think about, like, what could I do to kind of help you guys and kind of connect a little bit more with you guys. And I hate Facebook. Like, I hate, hate Facebook with a passion. I, I, I just don't like it. But we now have a Facebook group. 
Uh, we've got a couple people in there. It's not super active right now because I'm still getting used to the fact that it's there and what to post. But I share little experiences there before they hit the show. And I've been sharing little podcast stuff there. And um, it's, it, I think there's like maybe nine or ten people. It's just really supposed to be like a, just a way to connect with you guys. So if you would like to join the group, the group is... If you're on Instagram, the link is there. If you go to Facebook and you go to The Haunted Ride, it'll tell you that it also has a group, which is The Haunted Ride Podcast. And then I believe the URL is like Haunted Ride Pod Group, I believe. Um, But I can also put that in the show notes if you guys are interested in that way. You can just click to it instead of trying to find it or believing that I'm right. (laughs) But, um... Yeah, just, you know, trying to connect with you guys a little bit more. So, to end this on our good note, the thing I learned this week is that sometimes you have to adjust your normal. So, I've talked a little bit about how I had really bad self-worth on the show, etc., etc., and all this stuff. And it's gotten better, and I've fought through it, and done all this, this great work, right? But my normal is to hear that fucking negative voice. Because that's what, that's what I've, I've had that voice for years. That's not my voice. I've had that for years. And so all of a sudden, now I have to stop and I have to say to myself, like, holy shit, I actually believe I can do this. Or holy shit, like, I actually think that I'm being successful in this. And it scares me to say that because I'm like, oh my god, like, I don't want that to be taken away. Like, maybe I shouldn't say that. But that's not right. You can't just learn from your failures and never celebrate your successes you can't you can't do that you have to celebrate your successes and I think that's what these little weekly things are is to celebrate for me to celebrate with you guys and you guys to be able to celebrate with with me with yourself and with others you have to celebrate those successes those are so important and being able to believe in yourself especially in this day and age and these communities and and with everything that goes on in the world, like, and just how toxic people can be, like, being able to believe in yourself and respect yourself is a huge success. And being able to complete a project or see a project grow, or especially if you have, if you're a goal-oriented person and you have goals and, you know, tasks that you're thinking to yourself, I gotta do this for this project, and you do them and you get them and it's working, celebrate that like so like you you should be able to own that feeling of joy and bliss and and know that your determination and your dedication to this cause has worked to celebrate celebrate it like you deserve that so much but um that's all i've got for you guys today so take care please don't get sick especially not in the dumbest way that i did i adore you guys all immensely And please have a good day and a good night. And uh, as we always say, don't let the ghost get you. Bye.